Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author and one of the creators of Fluid Style Co., a clothing company created for bisexuals. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. I'm going to be doing a new series on my channel called Bisexual Life Hacks. Why? Because a lot of the studies on bisexuality have turned up some kind of disturbing things, in my opinion. Bisexuals are more likely, high school bisexuals are more likely to be overweight, to exercise less than others, to drink more, to take more drugs, um, to be more depressed, and all these things here. And really, it's not necessary to, to be overweight and all these things. And I understand why it happens if you feel excluded from life, if you feel like people won't accept you for who you are, you're more likely to do destructive things. However, having kind of embraced the channel and starting to understand that, hey, there's a ton of us out there and hey, we feel just like you and you're not alone and, and there's no reason for you to take it out on your body and yourself. Now that you've had all those experiences, you might be wanting to explore like you know, making some life improvements. And, and the thing that, that is on most people's mind is losing weight. For a long time, there's been like a lot of misconceptions about how it is that you lose weight. I am a person who really like a lot of topics are kind of obsessed with, you know, how a person can stay healthy and fit and strong. And there's been a lot of research recently that kind of talks about the realistic way of how to lose weight. And believe it or not, a lot of the things that you've been taught in school about nutrition flies in the face with reality. And you wonder why, how it seems like America is more fitness obsessed now than ever. And yet America is now the heaviest now than ever. There's actually reasons for that. And I'm going to get into it in this video. Okay, first, if you have only so much mental energy to devote to losing weight, I completely get it. I completely understand it. Life is busy, school is busy, work is busy, kids are busy, all that stuff. So let's say you only have one piece of mental energy and you're only like capable to start out with doing one thing. What is it that you should focus on? Now, I assume that you're going to think that I'm going to say that if you have only one piece of mental energy, that which you should focus on is exercise. I am pretty much religious about exercise, but no, if you have only one piece of mental energy, you should not be devoted to exercise. Seriously, I know it's sacrilege to say it, but it's true. You're going to say, maybe you're going to think, oh, then what I'm going to refer to as calories, you should focus on calories. Actually, no. If you can only have enough mental energy to focus on one thing, it's not exercise, it's not calories, and you might think, then I'm going to say sugar, and I'm going to say no, it's actually not sugar either. If you have only one piece of, one small group of mental energy, what you should focus on more than anything else is a substance called insulin. And I'm sure a lot of you are asking, well, what is insulin? You might have heard of insulin because insulin is that thing when a person has diabetes um, and they eat something sweet, uh, oftentimes they have to inject themselves with something. That thing they inject themselves is called insulin. The purpose of insulin, well, I'll say that insulin has two functions for this topic that we're talking about. 
Insulin is a substance released by the body that collects all the sugar in your blood and forces it into storage. And then as a second part, what it does is it locks the fat cells that they've put the sugar in, preventing your body from accessing that fat as a source of energy. So that is essentially what insulin is. Why is it I'm saying that you should focus on insulin? Because when everyone talks about losing weight, they don't actually mean they want to just lose weight however. Like you can cut off your arm and like that you can lose 20 pounds, but you still have the belly and you still have the thigh fat and you still have a little bit extra there. When people talk about losing weight, they're always talking about losing fat not muscle. Usually the goal is they want to look like that tone kind of fitness model that everyone sees in magazines. And the way you do that is not by just losing weight, it's by specifically losing fat. And you might have been thinking in the past, well, everyone always talks about calories. The way you lose weight is to focus on calories. You eat less calories. And you know what? That's true. But there's different ways that you can reduce your calories one way can make you hungry all the time, which will cause you to break your diet more quickly. And the other way is to do it where you aren't hungry at all and you're able to cut your calories. So, so let's give a kind of good example of what I'm talking about. And let's go into depth about calories itself. So let's say that you are a sophisticated dieter and you know a couple of things. You know that your body needs a certain amount of calories every day to maintain its, con its current weight. In other words, there's a number, if you have more calories than that, you'll gain weight. If you have less calories than that, you'll lose weight. And if you're not familiar with this concept, you can type in, how many calories do I need a day into Google? And you'll get a bunch of websites and there'll be like little things on it where you can put in your age, you can put in your weight and your height, and it'll spit out how many calories approximately you should be eating a day. So let's say you have that number and let's say for just easy math purposes that the number of calories you need to eat in a day is 2000 calories and that will allow you to maintain, not gain or loss, but just maintain. So it's 2000 calories and you also know because you're a sophisticated dieter that 3200 calories equal one pound. So if you were to reduce your intake, you know, in a deficit of 3200 calories, you will lose one pound. So being the sophisticated person you are, you say, well, if I need if I need a thousand calories just to be even, that means if I reduce my daily caloric intake by a thousand calories, I'll be in a thousand calorie deficit for that day. And if I do that for an entire week, that means that I will be in a 7,000 calorie deficit for the entire week. And you know that 3,200 calories equal one pound, that means you will lose over two pounds in that one week. And you go, okay, that's perfect. That's just math. Easy. I'll do it. A thousand calories a day. That's how much I'm going to eat. Now, let's say now that you've decided to do that. And what you're going to do is this. You're going to say, you're going to skip breakfast. You are going to have a granola bar for lunch, something healthy. You're going to um, go to the gym after school or after work. Uh, but so you don't pass out at the gym, you're going to have an energy bar. And then after that, you're going to come home and have dinner. And then you're going to go to sleep after that. And because, you know, you, you probably love soda, whether it's Coke or whatever else, you're going to switch your soda or energy drink to a diet energy drink. 
So they have zero calories that will not add to your caloric intake, and then you will lose weight. And you might think, oh, this is perfect. I'll only have 1,000 calories a day. I'll, um, I'll be in a deficit of 1,000 calories, 7,000 a week. Less than, you'll lose less than two pounds in a week. And you know what? You might be right. But let's look at this situation, this diet, from an insulin perspective. So you don't have breakfast. And actually, that's not necessarily a bad idea. So you, your body has been kind of filtering out all the sugars. And by the time you wake up in the morning after eight hours of sleep, you are in a state where you are starting to burn fat. So that's good. So you have breakfast. Let's say that you, you don't become mentally foggy and you can survive that. You don't have breakfast. You continue to burn fat throughout the morning, um, which is good, which is successful. And then you get to lunch. For lunch, you have a granola bar. Thinking that's helpful, that's healthy. But the truth is, if you look at it from an insulin perspective, granola bars are thought to be healthy, but in truth, they have two things which are incredibly bad for your dieting purposes. It has sugar. First of all, sugar is the, uh, the most pure form of creating sugar glucose, which it causes a release of insulin. So if the granola bar has sugar, and a lot of it, which most of them do, it will automatically spike your insulin, causing insulin to rush into your body, taking all the sugar, jamming into fat cells and locking the fat cells, making sure that your body is incapable of using fat cells as an energy source. That's one. Number two about a granola bar. Granola bars are high in something called carbohydrates. What are carbohydrates? Carbohydrates are things like, uh, or foods high in carbohydrates, things like breads, rice, uh, potato products like french fries and baked potatoes and, and mashed potatoes and stuff like that, as well as things like uh, fruit, um, specifically bananas, and even in some vegetables. So carbohydrates don't convert to blood sugar as quickly as just like table sugar does, but it still does as well, and certain types of carbohydrates convert even faster than other ones. Bananas are just basically engineered sugar <laughs> with a little bit of fruit thrown in there. And then there are things like, you know, uh, peppers that you like slice up for seasoning. That stuff has very little carbohydrates, though it still has some. So the other thing in the granola bar that causes a problem in this situation is that granola is basically mostly carbs. It has some fiber, which is good, but it's a ton of carbs. So when you eat a granola bar, your, your, although it be low caloric intake, you are causing your body to do two things. Release a lot of insulin, which forces all of the sugar that's in the granola bar into your fat cells. And then it's locking the fat cells so that when you are hungry later, your body can't burn fat. The only thing your body has access to for energy is to break down muscle and use that as energy. So that's going through lunch. And the other added um, debt problem with having something like a granola bar and having that spike of insulin is, I'll call it the American Chinese food situation. So if you're one to have American Chinese food, you know that most of the dishes are things like rice, fried rice or white rice, plus like sweet and sour chicken or sweet and sour whatever, whatever it is, it's basically sugar wrapped around meat. When you have Chinese American Chinese food, you tend to eat it feel stuffed, and then in an hour and a half or so, 
you're hungry again. Why are you hungry again? Because basically everything in American Chinese food is sugar and carbohydrates, which causes your body to uh, release a lot of insulin. The insulin comes rushing into your body, changes all that stuff to blood sugar, and then pushes all that blood sugar into fat cells, locks it, but it does such an efficient job of doing that, that it wipes away all the sugar that you need just for daily activity. So by the time your body has processed all the sugar and carbohydrates in the Chinese food, it has no more sugar left to just operate on a daily basis, like just, just to keep on going on. So what's the result? In an hour and a half or so, you're hungry again, even though you had a humongous meal. So when you're eating that granola bar for lunch, the insulin has come in, taken all the sugar, taken all the carbohydrates, forced into fat cells, locked the fat cells, and has done such a great job of it that now you feel hungry again because you don't have any blood sugar in your system because all of it's been pushed into your fat cells because of the spike of insulin. So that means that after lunch, sure, you might be satisfied for half an hour or so, but now you are getting hungry. So you are hungry for the rest of the day and let's say you make it to the end of the school day or the end of the work day and you think, okay, well, I'm gonna go and work out. You're hungry, you're probably feeling a little dizzy, so you eat yourself an energy bar. But the truth is the energy bar, again, is mostly sugar. It is super, super hard to find an energy bar that is not either high in sugar or high in carbohydrates. So what does that mean? So now you're at, you're at the gym, you eat that candy bar or that uh, energy bar and it, it converts to sugar and it's in your system and now you have enough energy, you feel good, you're working out. But the problem is the same thing. There's a spike of insulin that pushes all that sugar from your bloodstream into your, um, into your fat cells. And because there's so much insulin um, circulating around your body, it's locking your fat cells and not allowing any energy out of it. So that means all the working out that you're doing is actually burning either the sugar that you just ate from your energy bar or what it's doing is breaking down the muscles that you aren't using and it's creating energy out of those muscles. That means that when you're going to the gym, having just, like having you know starved yourself for the morning and then just surviving off of sugar and carbs, that means that when you're working your biceps, your body is actually degrading the muscles in your legs as energy. And when you're working on your, let's say uh, your leg muscles, it's converting the muscles in your back or your stomach or anything else because you've eaten that sugary thing which causes a spike in insulin, which causes your, your fat cells to lock and you aren't able to burn the fat, which is what, what the purpose of the entire dieting process is for. And that is how um, focusing on calories is different from focusing on insulin intake. So why is it that I said um, focus on insulin instead of sugar? Because it, I'm sure you're thinking, well, it sounds like really what I'm focusing on is sugar because blood sugar is what spikes insulin. Um, so shouldn't I just be looking at sugar? No, because of a study that was just released like a month, a month and a half ago, which said that, you know, when you decide you like might be putting on weight and you want to switch sodas and you go from, let's say, Coke to Diet Coke, and you say, well, you know, 150 calories or whatever else in a, in a Coke, zero calories in Diet Coke, Diet Coke is healthier. Well, what the study said from just like a month and a half ago was that NutraSweet, 
which is an artificial sweetener used in sodas um, and a number of other artificial sweeteners like Equal and like the little blue containers you see in restaurants. Like all of those little um, artificial sweeteners, they have zero calories. However, it's been shown that they spike insulin. So although it'll, it'll be listed as zero calories, Analysts might even say, in some cases, zero sugar. In some cases, they have NutraSweet in them, and NutraSweet causes a spike in insulin. And then what does insulin in turn do? It locks your fat cells and prevents your body from burning the fat cells, which is the thing that you want. So let's say you're doing really good and you're doing that other diet, that diet where you're having granola bar for lunch, and then your, your energy bar and stuff like that. If you say, well, just to kind of relieve my taste buds throughout the day, what I'll have instead is a Diet Coke, which is zero calories. It has NutraSweet in it, and the NutraSweet is basically even worse than if you had just water because even when you could be burning fat, you're not because of all the insulin from the NutraSweet in your system, it's causing the fat cells to, to be locked. And again, that means that you're having your muscles broken down instead of your fat cells. And what's the result of having your muscles broken down instead of fat cells? Your muscles and your other body processes are why you need 2,000 calories a day. So the more muscle you have, the more calories you, will, you can have in a day and not gain or lose weight. So if you go on a diet and that diet results in you not losing fat but you instead losing muscle, that means that when you get off the diet, that your level won't be 2,000 calories a day. Your level might be something like 1,800 calories a day, which means if you ate the exact same thing that you did before you started the diet, you will put on weight faster. This is why focusing on insulin is so much more important than focusing on exercise or focusing on uh, reducing calories or re even reducing sugar. If you want to lose weight, focus on how much the food you eat spikes insulin. There's a number of ways you can do this. There's a glycemic index, which talks about how much uh, insulin foods are re um, foods released in your body and other things. But I just wanted to touch on that on this first video. If you're interested in losing weight, don't focus on calories or focus on sugar or exercise. Focus on eating foods that don't spike your insulin because that'll allow you to actually burn fat as opposed to burning muscle, which will help you in the long run. And just for like a quick kind of, you know, do this or do that sort of thing. If you want to stop gaining weight, what the first thing you should do is to stop drinking soda, which whether it's Coke or whether it's Diet Coke or anything else like that, stop drinking soda and stop eating candies. And like that, you'll stop gaining weight most likely. And then you'll be able to maybe address losing it. And if you want to know what the next step is, if you want to think about losing weight is, you want to stop eating potato products because super, super high in carbs and easily converts to sugar. So you stop eating potato products, stop eating white rice, um, and of course, stop drinking the soda. That's like stage two. If you want stage three, then you have to look at like basically, and you put yourself in a real deficit, you have to start looking at other carbs like uh, breads, um, you have to start looking at things like fruit because bananas are a fruit and they are, it's basically just all sugar. Um, there's some fruits that are okay. Uh, there's some vegetables that are, have more carbs than others. 
Um, so for the third stage, you should start looking at all forms of carbs. And if you just do those simple things, you'll notice that you won't be as hungry as often because you won't have as many insulin spikes because the insulin spikes are really what drain your system of, of sugar and make you more hungry. You'll have less bouts of hunger and you will be more likely to burn fat, maintaining muscle, which will in turn help you to lose even more weight. So, you know, it's up to you whether or not you want to use the information or not, but the information is just, it's important just to have it so that you can make the decision whether or not you apply or not. You could just keep the information in your head and then use it in five years or in 10 years. The important thing is to start looking at the truth of why it is people gain weight and why lose weight. And then once you have the truth, then you can start working with it however you'd like. If you would like to support this podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, you can check out my bisexual romances on Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can check out my bisexual t-shirts on Amazon by searching for the company Bisexual Real Talk. And you can go to Fluid Style Co.'s website at www.fluidstyleco.com. There you'll find plaid flannels for women and plaid dress shirts for men, all in the pride flag colors, specifically the bisexual, queer, asexual, and sexually fluid flag colors. Please support the channel and check it out. Until the next podcast, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.